Christy Sellers and today's episode we're going to be speaking about a very very exciting new product that is coming to all of the studios this week. Oh I cannot wait for you to try this. So before we dive into that I just wanted to have a little bit of a wrap up on our Valentine's competitions which I was blown away by the performances that I saw. I made a point of Um, obviously didn't get around to all of them but at the Ballarat competition where I saw all of the Victorian competitors I made a point of making sure that they knew how obvious it was that they had really put in a lot of work into the routines Um, I think it's easy to take for granted as an audience member sometimes you're just sort of sitting and watching someone do this great performance but from my years of performing I really could see that these competitors had worked out all of the little things like the distances between the poles they knew their spacing they knew where the pole was going to be they were well practiced with their props you could tell that the costumes had been practiced in I was just it was a really proud moment for me because when I saw everyone do these performances I just thought they get it like they're really stepping it up and I've not seen anything like it like each year it just gets better and better and anyone who did compete in the valentine's comp um and i I saw pictures from the other ones as well and the costumes and everything looked just as amazing so if you did compete big hats off to you because it is a huge effort to as we know perform on the stage but more so everything in the lead up to that all of the weeks of training and preparing and being in the studio and doing everything that you have to do that's not even on the pole or the aerials to get that performance to happen. So well done guys. I'm extremely proud and I had a little 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 teary proud moment back here and um yeah I just wanted to share that with you guys. So next up we have Inspire which is our it's the first time we've run this competition and you can enter it now. The entries are open. I'm just going to get the details up in front of me here because I'll tell you when they close and um, give you the other information about that. So fizzypolestudios.com for all of your competition information. So hopefully you went and you got to watch as well at the Valentine's Comp. And if you, even if you're not going to be competing in these competitions, you can go and be a spectator and it's just really nice to support in that way as well. So Inspire is a pole and aerials competition that we've opened up to not just fizzy pole. It's open to all studios, all competitors. Um, It can be independents or anyone who wants to enter. There's aerials competitions and we have pole competitions. So the aerials comp or comps will be uh, at the Rockhampton studio and the Somerton Park studio on the 17th of April and the Ballarat studio on May the 30th. Then the pole competitions, we have one running at the Somerton Park studio, which is in South Australia, by the way, if you didn't know. Uh, That'll be the 18th of April and May 23rd in Ballarat for the pole competition there. So I'm really loving actually seeing everyone 
stepping it up and um, getting into the studio, training their routines. And if you did do it, you'll know how much that goal in front of you pushes you to train harder and better. And uh, I think once you've done it, you can't go back. (laughs) Um, So if you do want to enter, you can do that uh, on the website. You just go to the comps and events tab and then you'll click on inspire and you can see everything in there about how to enter and also the judging criteria, the terms and conditions um, and anything else that you need to know about the competition. So just go ahead and do that. We're going to be closing the entries uh, on the 29th of Feb. So uh, if you're listening to this in the future, which you will be, <laughs> but that is about 10 days from now. So you get to get your butt into gear. Lizzie fam. Okay, so now I get to tell you about Grip arriving. Finally. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I know, I feel like I'm talking to my friends here because you guys who are listening are you know you're at the studios and and even if you're not like hello um but I'm just speaking very candidly it's been a very stressful experience to bring this product to market because I really wanted to do something different than any other product that was out there and of course it had to be good and it had to work and it needed to, to yeah, do something different than no one else did. And I thought about like with Fizzy Pole and the franchisees, we are specifically having um, meetings and, and brainstorming sessions about how to go greener in the studios. Like what can we do to make the studios greener? So it is definitely at the forefront of my mind recently and probably over the last 12 months it's really like I've done a lot more research into climate change and all of that sort of thing and it has had a big impact on my life and not just in on the business side of things but even on a personal side of things I switched to a plant a whole food plant-based diet so I'm not eating meat or any animal products anymore which is really nice actually I thought it would be much harder to switch than it was and a few reasons to to change the environment obviously being one of the big ones but my own health as well and I wanted to see athletically like you guys know that I'm always kind of looking at the next thing that can improve me or give me that that edge and make me better or make me train harder or get just a little bit extra out of a run through so I'm always looking for things like that and I love scientifically backed research and this is what it was for me in the beginning. I looked at all of that and I thought, geez, I really need to give this a go and see how my body reacts. And um, happily, it's been a really good change for me. And then it just kind of coincided really well with all of this environmental um, research and, and information that I was getting as well. So all of that, I guess when something's on your mind, it's just kind of in there all the time. Um, so yeah, when we, when we, talked about this this grip product and we started working with chemists in Melbourne uh, to develop the grip which is something that I've never done before ever and this is from scratch you know you're going in and you're talking about what you want and they're trying to understand like you're using it to grip onto a pole (laughs) you're trying to explain this to people who have no idea but anyway the the solution itself um, that all came together over hmm, probably about five or six months I would say so it's a bit of back and forth but it was 
it was pretty straightforward in, in what we needed to do and getting the samples and then making more tweaks and going back and forth. And um, one of the changes that I'm really happy that I made was the um, addition of the vanilla fragrance because everyone is raving about this and I'm so excited. Um, it's got a mild hint of vanilla and it just, when you put it on your hands, like I wasn't even sort of thinking about it when I got the final one back. And then a, a few seconds later, I was like, oh, my hands smell like I've put like a really nice moisturizer or something on them. So that's just a really pleasant um, addition to the product. So yeah. And then I was thinking about the packaging and when I, I started looking into the types of bottles and tubes and all of that sort of thing, and everything was plastic, everything. I started to look up um, biodegradable and recyclable options. And of course, plastic can be recycled, but it doesn't actually go anywhere. Like it's still in the environment. Um, every, oh, what's the statistic? Like every piece of plastic that was ever made is still on the planet. So it just didn't sit right with me because we have so many, you know, students and externally as well in the entire pole industry and not just that but the the gym industry as well that are using these small bottles that you know it depends how often you're using it I guess but maybe a month or two you've got this bottle and you use it and then you discard it and it doesn't go anywhere and we keep consuming like that so it's just sort of building up more and more and more plastic and I didn't like the idea of that so I spoke to the manufacturers and I said this is what I want to do and they sort of they sort of said like, well, it's not really possible because you're trying to put a liquid in it. And anyway, it was probably, it was a few weeks of back and forth. And I just said, we need to find a way to do it. So this is something that this company had never done before. And they do thousands of orders of things a year for different types of packaging. So I guess that hurdle of having to, like, it's kind of hard because you've got to go back and forth and find a solution. And they did, which was amazing. And then, yeah, and then thinking about that and just the fact of how it all sort of tied in with the environment, it made sense to call it EnviroGrip. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the product, it uh, was all put together. We, we picked it up from Melbourne a couple of days ago and got it straight into the post <laughs> because I know everyone's been waiting for it and it should be at your studio over the next few days just depending on where you are obviously with the postal service but it's something that I'm really truly proud of and I hope that you'll enjoy it I know that I was just stressing about so many things in the lead up like the night before we were going to pick it up all the way leading up to it because we were delayed a little bit with manufacturing and I just hate that I hate not being on schedule but it was completely out of my hands and I had to understand that and sort of let it go a little bit but I was stressing so much about the deadline that when the deadline like they finally said we can come pick it up I, I realized that I was stressing about all these other things I was like what if it doesn't come out of the end of the tube because when I was designing the tube I was like talking about how many millimeters the hole at the end of it needed to be like this bottle I mean it looks pretty generic I suppose maybe no I don't think it looks generic but like the shape of it obviously is tubes that you've seen before it's a tube but everything about it I designed like the width of the mouth at the top of it that is sealed like all of these things 
I went back and forward and designed with the team. Like it wasn't um, a tube that I just picked out and then we created our grip and put it inside of that. Every element of what you see there is from scratch. And this is only the first batch and I'm, I'm already looking at it like, what can I do to make it even better? But uh, the things I was stressing about the night before, I was like, yeah, well, what if it doesn't come out of the end of it? Or um, what if the, like we did do some tests like with stability testing and whatnot, because it's liquid inside a biodegradable container. So you guys, you're going to have to use this within a year or two. Um, but I, I sort of thought that shouldn't be a problem because it's, you know, it's not a, a five liter thing of grip. Like you're going to, you'll go through it if you're on the pole or hopefully once a week or so um but yeah so there was that what else was I worried about um oh I can't remember oh like what if the scent is a little bit like what if the scent is not right like what if it's not the same as the sample and I knew that it would be but it just you know how different batches of things can be slightly different in any industry so I was just kind of fretting about that I'm like what if it smells terrible and people don't like it and then all of the the work I'd done with preparing all of the mailing stuff so I did a lot of research as well into the bags that the the product would be sent in and uh, if you saw on my Instagram the bags are actually made of dirt so they're compostable bags it says I'm a compost bag which is really cute Um, so that, yeah, this company, they make these bags and they take dirt and turn it into mailing products. So you can just put it in with your compost and the worms will eat it when you're done. So I love that about it. The packing material, um, just to pat it out is like a straw. It's like a wool, uh, a wool straw. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, that as well. And then even the paper that I chose to, to send it, there's a little note in there with each order, um, yeah, I just, I put a lot of thought into all of the different parts of it and even putting the orders together with the mailing stuff, I was like, okay, so I think I want to use different bags for different things. So if the orders have more than this many, we'll use a different type of compostable bag. And yeah, so I'm, I'm tweaking all of the things, but overall I'm so happy that not only is the product ready and it's on its way to you, but it is actually great and everyone is loving it and it works (laughs) like oh what a relief so that's been me for the last couple of weeks and to be 100% honest with you guys it's why I haven't um done a podcast episode for I think I missed I might have missed one or two but I sort of figured I'd done 52 episodes which was like a year so I was like okay well I'll have a a little break and then I'll start them up again so it's kind of like season two (laughs) um that's how I justified it in my mind but really I was I was sort of just fretting each day and there were a lot of tears and yeah but that's all right and it's like it's part of it and for me you know my emotions as you guys probably are too like when you're a creative person your emotions really sit at the top layer and um the stress of that like I was doing a lot of breathing (laughs) every day breathing into my diaphragm and just trying to understand the things that were in my control and the things that were not in my control and Sam and I I don't even know where we got the time but a couple of weeks ago we managed to watch a movie and it's an old one with Brad Pitt I don't know if you've seen it but it's called Seven Years in Tibet great movie like 
highly recommend go watch that but um it's got the Dalai Lama in it in his young years like when he was a kid and one of the things that he says to Brad Pitt um it's right near the end of the movie but I hope I get this right he says if a problem can be solved there is no use worrying about it if it can't be solved worrying will do no good so I'm going to leave you guys with that have an amazing week I will speak to you next episode. Let's get busy for-